6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. So the Canadian-American uh, border will remain closed for at least another month. Um, Bill Blair, the federal minister of public safety, took to Twitter today to Twitter to make the statement or make the announcement saying, quotes, in coordination with the U.S., we're extending restrictions on non-essential travel, international travel, and uh, with the United States until July 21st, 2021. In his statement, Blair added that the government is planning measures uh, for fully vaccinated Canadians, permanent residents, and others who are currently permitted to enter Canada, and more details will come uh, on Monday. Now, there has been a big push, you know it, to get the border open for numerous reasons, the economy, business community, tourism, personal travel, and families. Dr. David Poon is the co-founder of Faces of Advocacy, a group working to get families living on both sides of the border reunited. David, welcome back to the show. Hello. Uh, Thank you very much for your time, and thank you for your efforts on the spotlight. Yeah, you. Uh, y- your reaction to today's news must be just another kick in the gut. <laughs> there are a lot of complex feelings, and it's very important for your listeners to know, for your listeners who are separated from families, that family reunification will still be preserved in July. So there are actually quite a few layers to go through on this. Um, I've confirmed independently with sources uh, in the IRCC uh, and with health that the Vaccine verification, so essentially uh, getting out of hotel quarantine and home quarantine, Mm -hmm. will apply to anyone currently allowed into Canada. And people who are currently allowed into Canada are not just Canadians, but also foreign national immediate and extended family members. So that means your fiancé, your siblings, your grandparents, your adult children, they're still able to come to Canada. That being said... That was uh, not the only barrier to reunification. Uh, Some people uh, are unable to come into Canada because they don't have their second shot. And so they'll be still subject to an expensive hotel quarantine or they're only um, uh, unable to get any shot. Uh, There are also huge implications when it comes to the tourism section, uh, where people have businesses, property. There's a lot of disappointment. But in terms of those listening right now about family members, there is a lot of hope there too, as long as the government does it properly. (laughs) <laughs> well, you guys have been working so hard on this and, and some changes made a few months ago, really, uh, thanks to uh, to uh, your organization. So you have um, come out with the Family Re- Reunification Border Transition Plan. Uh, you helped write yeah. this. Uh, ten, ten recommendations on it. Ten recommendations. Um, ten recommendations on it. And, uh, you know, I think a lot of people would be interested to read it. And I think, it, you know, I've gone through it, and it, it really does make quite a lot of sense. What when it what are the highlights uh, of this for you when you look at family reunification a transition plan for the border what for you um you know are some of the highlights of this what must canada look at you know what what should they be looking at here so Canada should be looking at their own experts. So most of the listeners will know that about three weeks ago, the government of Canada's own expert panel had a number of suggestions. Number one, getting rid of the hotel quarantine for anyone. Uh, in addition to that, uh, for those who are vaccinated, unvaccinated, and fully vaccinated, uh, sorry, and partially vaccinated, they have a tiered system for coming into Canada. But not only that, if, say, uh, there are people out there who are a little bit worried, you know, how can Canada follow their own experts? There's also what they've done internationally, for example. 
example, with Iceland. Um, and Iceland has uh, their own set of rules for people coming in. So the Family Unification Border Transition Plan takes the expertise that Canada's own uh, scientists have put together, blended it a little bit with the Iceland precedent, but the basic idea is we want to keep Canadians safe, but also follow the science in allowing people to come together. And it was interesting, though, because the prime minister was asked specifically about that today, saying, hey, you know, it oh, yeah. appears that you're not you're not following the, the recommendations of your own scientists, what's going on? And the, and the prime minister Correct. saying, hey, listen, you know what, we just want to make sure we get this right. We want to do it safely. We want to do it slowly. We want to ensure that we don't see another wave. Yes. What do you say to that? So... If the government says, we'll follow the science, they should follow the science. And if the government refuses to, they should just admit this is a political decision. And this is very irritating for us. And this must be addressed uh, in the next election. Now, that being said, there I think are pieces beyond just the federal government. I think the provincial governments are also giving quite a bit of pushback. And that's why yeah. the Face of Advocacy focus on writing letters to not only our provincial representatives, uh, but as well as our federal representatives. Because both those pieces, while the the jurisdiction of borders are federal. Uh, but the uh, provinces do have some say. And it is very concerning when you have uh, the ministers in charge, for example, Minister Blair, uh, focusing on the science and then ignoring it if it's inconvenient. <laughs> uh, before I let you go and we run out of time, a couple of the other recommendations uh, that uh, that are that are in the Family Reunification Border Transition Plan, uh, you know, focus on on testing, on on, yeah. on on when people should be tested, when not, and we know that this I think is going to continue to play a huge role in in travel of any sort. So, yeah. what are you suggesting, uh, you know, in, in your plan? So the experts say that uh, for a fully vaccinated person, the on-arrival testing is solely for tracking purposes. Um, they don't even recommend that there's an actual quarantine while they wait for the first. Uh, given that we're following uh, uh, the most cautious way possible internationally, that would be perhaps the Iceland precedent. Fine, give us a test, wait a few hours. The prime minister coming back from the G7 uh, was in quarantine for 12 hours or 12 something. Hours. And, yeah. Yeah, 12 hours is way better than $2,000 three-day hotel quarantine. Team. Uh, and so that's some level of improvement. Pre-departure testing, however, is not necessary, according to the government's own experts. And these are things that I worry are still preserved moving forward that is not scientific. And if the government simply flat out will say it's a political decision and not based on science, then at least the people will know to remember that when the election comes. David, you know, I listen to the tone of your voice and you're you're almost uh, and, and, and the chuckles. It's almost at times that you're you're just laughing at the absurdity of it all. It is very absurd. And right now, they're the choices of either laughing at the pain or getting completely enveloped. So yeah. all of you who are listening who are feeling disenfranchised, forgotten, and completely alone by the government, join us in the campaign at facesofadvocacy.com because we need to do something to change. We have a strategy, we have a plan, and we have been proven to be effective. Please help us build hope for a post-COVID world. All right, you can find out more. Uh, just Google Faces of Advocacy. David Poon joining us this afternoon. Great to talk with you again. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for your time. Yeah, take care. Talk to David Poon. Uh, yeah, I guess sometimes you have to you have to smile through it all to uh, to uh, get through it all, right? Uh, but again, yeah, the Canada-U.S. border. We were told today, Bill Blair, the public safety minister, put out a, a tweet saying that it would remain closed until July uh, 21st.
but uh, said further details will come on Monday and uh, that he'd re- he'd release those and w- we'd find out more. We know that the provinces have been pushing for this. We know that business organizations, the Chamber of Commerce uh, and, and Canadian Chamber of Commerce, so many more have been pushing for this. We know that there's another a lot of American politicians pushing for this. 